previously on Drawn to the Flame. Hi, my name's Frank and this is another one of my first look episodes. And the next card is... Ooh, so this is... interesting. I can't wait to hear what Peter says about this. All by myself. Hi listener, it's Frank and this is another one of my first look episodes. If you wonder why I'm going slightly crazy, it's because for this episode I'm not all by myself. Because tonight I'm joined by... Uh, it's me, Peter. Hello, Frank. Was that the most ludicrous thing you've ever heard? It's fantastic. Don't don't edit <laughs> any of that out. <laughs> Probably get rid of all of it, <laughs> and it won't make sense. Yeah, this is amazing. You're you have gone blind into the boundary beyond as well. So you're here joining me to record on release day for a pack. Thank you so much. I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm 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 super hyped to see what's in the pack as well. Normally, I cannot wait to have a look at the spoilers, but. I've made a special exception because it's you, Frank. <laughs> yeah, or you're just not that into the game anymore. So That's you're like, it. oh yeah, I can wait. Yeah. <laughs> I think we know three cards from this pack. Which ones do we know? We know a Guardian card, take the initiative, taking the initiative. We know a weird Seeker card, I think, with uh, a little is dude like on it. Quick Study, is it called, or something like that? I th- yeah, I think so. And then we know... Recall the Future, the Mystic card? Yes, which is quite exciting. I think that's what we know. I think there are 12 cards in the pack. I may have counted 24 player cards here, so that that's how I might think that. And I know that, is what I mean. And apart from that, we don't really know much at all. And because we're so early in the cycle, it'd be really interesting to see how the themes of the cycle are actually developing, if at all. So, yeah. And how are we going to do this? Explain to the listener, Peter. Uh, that's a very good question, Frank. How are we going to do this? I Thank think you. What we're going to do is so I think a lot of people love your your quick looks or first quick looks because you are it's the first time you've seen them and you are quite quick. So you look at a card, give your immediate gut reaction, and then kind of move on to the next one. So mm. rather than, when I've been on before, because I have been on occasion here, yeah, 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 we've tended to to go into a bit of detail on the cards. So I think what we're going to do is try and do it a bit more quick fire. Um, so you're going to hit me with what the first six cards are, then I'm going to hit you with the second six cards, and we'll we'll react as we go. Yeah. And if you know either of us really needs to stick our oar in, then we can do that as we go. How does that sound, Frank? That sounds great. And if you want to hit a klaxon for a Peter hot take, or even a Peter's perspective, <laughs> just suddenly I give you the you know, that's your right to do that. Fantastic. Sounds good. Okay. And the first card is... Take the initiative, obviously. It's got to be take the initiative. It's Second Wind. Wow. Wow. I did not see that coming. (laughs) This is a one-cost Guardian event with a willpower icon, but it's spirit and bold traded. Play only as your first action. So it's still bold, so it, it deserves to be at the front of the pack. Heal one damage. Two damage instead if you drew a treachery this round. Then draw one card. Wow. <laughs> that's that's nice, isn't it? I like it a lot. I, I am annoyed yeah. it's it's the first card and it's called Second Wind and that take initiative is not the first card. These things annoy me, but we'll we'll forget that. And that's because of the weird ordering that assets go before events go before skills? Yeah. That's the okay, fine. So one cost and then I guess you would probably only play this when you're um you will. You, it's going to trigger the extra damage healing, unless you mm. you know you don't care about that at all, and it draws you a card. So the immediate 
comparison I want to make is to emergency aid. Yeah. Emergency aid is much more flexible because it can heal anyone at your location or an ally, but it costs two. This is cheaper uh, and it draws you a card with the restriction it's got to be your first action and it only sometimes heals two damage. Mm, I can see someone hanging on to this waiting for drawing a treachery so that they can get the optimal heal out of it and it maybe just sort of clogs up your hand at that point. Yeah. I think it's good, especially in solo. I think if you're running emergency aid for some healing in solo for some reason, you can maybe put second wind in instead because it's it's almost always as good. Mm, yeah, I think so. That'd be quite nice. I I think the the kicker for me is then draw one card at the end. That yeah. like gives this card a massive boost as far as I'm concerned. Card draw is pretty thin on the ground in Guardian. I think it's just stand together. Yeah, I think. What it is to me is it replaces that tempo you've taken, uh, you've lost by playing the healing card. Because that's quite mm-hmm. often the case, isn't it, with healing cards, that they uh, they don't advance your board state. All they do is make up for bad things that have already happened. So yeah. playing an action to play emergency aid, you're often in a bad case if you're having to play emergency aid anyway. And spending the action and two resources to play it doesn't help you catch up. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's a very, very loose, rough way of looking at it. So this, the fact that it gives you that action back and a free draw, that's really nice. It's the next best thing for it being fast. Yes, yeah. An action to draw a card which also had a heal as part of it would seem reasonable. Yeah. So it's the, the other way around of that. I think we're just going to see more and more of the way that Guardians will be able to leverage their high health pool into something else. Yeah. So yeah, so if we see something that a guardian that I don't know, you know, Mark, for instance, that you want to keep taking damage to boost your skills, and then you want to keep topping up your damage so that you can keep using Sophie. This is perfect for just keeping the flow of good cards and healing and things like that. Yeah, strong Mark card, I would say. Uh, what's next? Next is take the initiative. This I, I love the art on this. This is really cool. So this is a guardian skill. It has three wild icons. It's practiced and bold. Commit only to a skill test you are performing. Take the initiative loses a wild icon for each action that has been completed by any investigator this phase. First thing that is interesting, I feel, is that that bold keyword has cropped up quite a bit, hasn't it? As being something connected to cards that you have to play as your first action. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Mano a Mano and Second Wind, which you've just seen. And Scene of the Crime. Scene of the Crime. But this doesn't have that. What it does is it, is it becomes less effective the later you wait to play it. It's a nice twist on it, isn't it? It is isn't. As opposed to commit to the first skill test you take each turn. Yeah. So I think we've seen this card a bit, so I won't talk too long about it. A lot of people really like this card. They think it's really, really good. I'm, to an extent, I'm less excited by it. Because I think it's got too many restrictions on it to make it that much better than, say, an unexpected courage. I mm. guess if you've already taken two unexpected courage, you know, take the initiative is is as good. Um, and I think it, it it may have some use in like combo decks as well. Say if you've got Yartle using Yartle's ability with like desperate mm, no, cards. Yartle, Yartle doesn't work on wild cards. Yeah, so even that. Yeah. I don't know, it, it just, I think it's okay. I don't think it's bad. I just, I think it will be 
there's other skill cards I think I'd rather take, which are have a if they're not as potent in the even if they're not as potent in that like one situation where this is good, which is using it during the mythos phase, or on or on mm. your first action, then they're more generally useful than this is. Yeah, so I've seen this being used in skids, and used in skids as willpower protection. So yeah, especially during the for mythos those... phase. Exactly. So it's a three in the mythos phase. So he doesn't have access to too many other many icon cards beyond unexpected courage because he's guardian and rogue. And I can imagine Leo having a similar thing where you need to pass that really hard treachery and this gives you that big boost. So yeah, see, I think I think for those two, I can see it having maybe a place for sort of, I mean, obviously Leo has high willpower anyway, but maybe he'd use it for his agility to protect him against the nasty agility treachery. Yeah. Interestingly, three icon wilds, it, this got me thinking about Inquiring Mind, which also has a restriction that needs to be a clue in your location, and Rise to the Occasion, which is also a three icon wild card, which requires you to be two below the skill test. Okay, so right. So I wonder if there's going to be a set of these three wild icons that maybe work in different ways. And I actually wondered if the rogue version is split into three separate cards, double or nothing, quick thinking, and opportunist. They're all single wild cards, but if you committed them all together, you'd get this amazing effect. Yeah, oh, that's quite quite a nice idea, yeah. And then for Mystic, the only thing I could think of was Torrent of Power, which is one wild and can become four wilds if you sacrifice charges. Sure. But I mean, maybe we'll see see the other parts in the combo if that's if if that isn't there we'll maybe see them again in the future yeah okay hit me with the next one the next one is another guardian card Ooh. three and a pack oh it looks really cool triple guardian pack this is well prepared it's our first asset it's a two cost two xp asset so it's still in that threshold for off-class guardians it's a talent it has a free trigger exhaust well prepared Choose an asset you control. You get plus X skill value for this skill test, where X is the number of matching skill icons on the chosen asset. <laughs> okay, so, so so give me an example of how this works. Okay, so you have Machete in play. It has, it has a single combat icon. Yeah, so you trigger an attack with Machete. You're getting plus one combat anyway. And you then exhaust well-prepared, choose Machete... And you get another plus one combat because there's a combat icon on Machete. Okay, so if if I picked, say, uh, what's it called? Physical training. Mm-hmm. I would get plus one to a test if it was a combat or a willpower test. Yeah. Okay. Correct. If it was physical training level two, you would get plus two, two to either of those types of tests. It's... Interesting. I feel like... <laughs> Drink, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Hit our first interesting. <laughs> wow. I love the... Well, first of all, I love the art. I think the art's fantastic. It's too cost and too experience for this. I feel like, based on what you're going to be doing as probably a player who can take this card, you're very frequently going to be getting the boost for the test you're doing. Mm. Because your icons are likely to be in the skills that you're using, in the stats that you're using, more, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's it's not quite that simple. I'm thinking of skids again. Imagine you have Switchblade down, which has a combat and agility, 
and you have this down. So you, you can kind of then use Switchblade to boost either of those two stats. Yeah. There's also a lot of cards which don't exhaust to have their effect, which you can then use towards this. So, like Lone Wolf, if you run Skids. It's just a free agility pip at some point during your turn. Yeah. And there's cards that when they run out of charges or ammo, they still stick around, you know, an empty weapon, a firearm or something like that. Yeah. At its simplest, it's just turning Machete into a plus two instead of a plus one, one which I think is reasonable. I wonder, do you you think you uh, would want to build into a Guardian that has a range of icons that they get into play? Whether that's, I don't know, um, well... No, I, I, I don't even... Leo need, is an intellect need, icon, right? Leo de Luca. Yeah, I don't think you even need to do that, though. I mean, what what I would say is that you, you, I think you'd be surprised across your deck how many different icons there are. Maybe this is one I need to I need to observe myself playing in order to really understand. Because my gut feel is that you'd pretty consistently manage to get a plus one to your skill value, at least one, one skill test during a turn. Mm. Oh, you, I, you, oh, yeah, I, 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 I agree I, with that. Yeah. Sorry, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've, I've, I've made a mistake here. Right. It's well prepared that exhausts, not not the thing. Yes. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean, yeah. Yeah, but I think you'd, you'd, you'd be likely to be in a position where you could easily get a, get to use this every turn if you're taking a skill test. Definitely, definitely. And I also think if you're, if you're a guardian who's invested in a really big weapon that has multiple combat icons that weapon then can continue giving you boosts after it's run out of ammunition, which I think is really nice. Like, say you fire your last shot with a shotgun, it doesn't do the damage you need, so then you punch and exhaust well-prepared and get another plus two to your combat. It's like, it's squeezing out, sort of enhancing the longevity of cards you have in a similar way to Yaotl, right? Yaotl, you can commit a desperate card get plus four, then tap your ottle for the next test and get the plus four again. You just get more bang for your buck from particular cards. It's cool. Yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting. interesting. It, it, that's a, a genuine interesting. I, I, I'd like yeah. to, I'd, I'm going to watch next time I play as Guardian and just see what kind of cards I've got in play, whether I'd be able to you know, repeatedly get a boost. Yeah. Okay, hit me with the next one. Really good. The next one, this is our first... Seeker card. It's a Seeker event, two cost and two intellect icons. Nice, I it's like it already. Truth from Fiction. I think that's Min, right? Reading. It's uh, Insight. Yeah. Play only if there is a clue on your location. Place two secrets on an asset you control. How do you know I'm mad, said Alice. You must be, said the cat, or you wouldn't have come here. Lewis Carroll, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. Well... Well, well, well. So, so <laughs> secrets, the ones I can think of off the top of my head, uh, Forbidden Knowledge uses secrets, and uh, In the Know uses secrets. Mm-hmm. I feel that this may be another couple. Doesn't um, Arcane, Archaic Glyphs the first time round? Oh, the base one, yes, because you put secrets yeah. onto it, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's a great use of this card. <laughs> I guess if you're just rushing yeah. to... You don't want to see it's a compressing actions, but at the cost of resources. So it, at the moment, it's, it's hard to judge this. Maybe there'll be some of the cards with secrets in this pack. Uh, at the moment, I don't see that that's worth it at all. Really? I'd rather put in, I mean, 
maybe if you want to, if you're feeling very stingy with experience, you put one in instead of a second in the no, and then hope you draw the first in the no first. But in the no has got three secrets on it, so you'd be much better off with two in the no. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sort of hypnotized by the number of times you've said no. <laughs> but it, but it does. It depending on what else we see, it does have two intellect pips. So it's in that nice position of it's it's not a bad card to have in Seeker if you've mm-hmm. got another card that you can benefit from it with. Yeah. I'm going to make a bold prediction here, which is that the translated ancient stone, the decoded ancient stone, will have secrets on yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad shout at all, Frank. And then this will be a way of eking out more value out of your ancient stones. So let, let's, let's put a, a mental pin in mm-hmm. from fiction and we'll come back to it once we've got some more secrets cards cool the next card is magnificent oh my word look at that art this is true understanding it's a seeker skill with one wild icon how it's is innate true understanding at level zero card <laughs> yeah and this means that silas can take this as well because it's innate commit uh, only yes. to a skill test from an ability printed on a scenario card. Uh, <laughs> I'm struggling to work out what that is. If this skill test is successful, discover one clue at your location. So a scenario card is any location, treachery, enemy. Agenda. Encounter cards are just enemies and treacheries and scenario cards are everything, right? Scenarios, yeah, and, and agenda and act yeah. include, are included in that. Ah, okay. So, so if it was, yeah, on the act. Oh, so for instance, in Devourer Below, the third act, which is test, willpower, or, yeah, willpower, or, oh yeah, or the or the agenda as well, the six willpower test is another test. Yeah. Or, or if a location says, I'm trying to think of one now, like the the rope bridge in mm-hmm. the Untamed Wilds. Untamed Wilds. You have to do an test agility, agility two. To, yeah. to not fall off the bridge. You know, you could use this then. Which which is good. I think that's really good. This wow. skill test is It makes me want to rush through all the scenarios again and find out how often you're being made to do tests. So, from... so the the comparison here is to something like working a hunch. I think it 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 fits between like deduction and working a hunch. Now it's actionless clues, but you need to be uh, taking a test at the place where you want to find the clue. Mm. It, yeah. Yeah. I guess that's about all I've got to say. <laughs> is there a combination where you could combine that with that card? I can't remember its name, but it's draw an encounter card and you get two clues. So you could draw an encounter card, take a test, commit this and pass, and you'd end up getting three clues. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what, though. So you don't... It's not commit only to a skill test you're doing, is it? No. And so in that case, you know who likes this is someone like Min... She's got an analytical mind out. Chucks this out for plus two? Yeah, gives someone plus two to a test and then finds a clue at her location. So for That's t- quite nice. Totally action-free. Mm, a nice way of enhancing how many clues she can be getting per turn. Okay, that that's nice, because to me, that commit to a skill test from an ability printed on a scenario card feels restrictive. But I bet there are loads of... Like, I'm thinking suddenly of Unspeakable Oath for some reason. There are all of those locations where you have to test different things in you know do you remember in the in yeah, the yeah, patient yeah. confinement test combat two to punch a guard or whatever it is i think 
the, the requirement for it to be only to an ability printed on a scenario card, I don't think that's too bad, because I think that will come up most turns. And I think there's probably a way to engineer it to come up. But the difficult thing will be engineering it so that you're standing where you want to find a clue when mm-hmm. that comes yeah. up, right? So Min, with Analytical Mind, she sidesteps that altogether, which is why I think it's a really nice card for her. Yeah, I agree. And it's... It's the photographer in the card, which isn't Min, but there we go. That Daryl is he called Daryl Simmons, the photographer? Oh yeah, good, well remembered. Okay, come on, hit me with Moving my, on. It's my my last card now, and we know what this wow, one is. Wow, so we've had two secret, three seeker, three guardian this pack. Man, Who this it? is quick study. Two cost asset, two XP, willpower and agility icon, so defensive card, and it's a talent. Free trigger, place one of your clues on your location, and exhaust quick study. You get plus three skill value for this skill test. So this reflects the well prepared, doesn't it? Mm, yeah, good point. So it's 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 a free action to get a bonus to a skill test. Yeah, I like this. I think this is this is good. I think often, obviously, often you you're wanting to pick up all the clues, but yeah, you could well be picking up the clues from places you don't want. To, well, you don't want to go back to. And then dumping them on locations where it's easier to find them later on. Or maybe there's more clues than you need to find. It's all these kind of things might come into play. Uh, and of course, it, it would also work with cards like Forewarned and uh, Inquiring Mind if you need if you desperately need to get a clue onto your location. Mm. Yeah, uh, Forewarned play only if you have a clue, I think. Oh, sorry. Yes, that's but, right. Inquiring yeah. Mind is what I meant. Preposterous sketches, I think you need a clue on your location as well. Yes, so, you do. Yeah. You do. There's, there's another one as well. Uh, what is Logical it? reasoning, you need a clue. I think there's a couple that you need a clue, and there's a couple that you have to have a clue on your location. Yes. Yes. This also, I think of Roland when I see this. He can take it. He can get clues back actionlessly. And say he's at a location and drawn a, a vicious enemy that he wants to kill, but there's not actually a, a clue to be grabbed there because he's already cleared it. He could drop that clue, get plus three to try and hit the enemy. He'd get the clue back and then he could move on, and do whatever else he was doing. Seems reasonable, I would say. Yeah, that seems good. Yeah, he can kind of get more use out of that ability of his, potentially. Okay, should we switch switch seats then, Frank, and then go on to okay. the, the next three? I'll hand you the shared pack. Thank you, thank you. Right. Holy oh. shit. <laughs> Look at the art on the next one. This is amazing. Uh, okay, so this, this is a skill, Hatchet Man. Uh, it has one agility pip, and it is practised. If this skill test is successful during an evasion attempt, the next time the evaded enemy takes damage this turn, deal at one additional damage. Mm. Uh, only someone who is half seas over would lather up the Urbanians. <laughs> what does half seas over mean? Have you never been half seas over? Is that is it mean drunk? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only someone who is half seas over. I'm going to Google it. <laughs> wow, it's apparently a British expression. It means fairly drunk. Half seas, yeah, not not. Half seas over. Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard it before. The British expression from two hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah eighteen sixty nine. So not far off. Oh, yeah, I called it 
150 years. Well, this is fantastic. It's really interesting because it's... I've been thinking, I've been playing with Stunning Blow, which is a Survivor 1 combat icon card that gives you allows you to automatically evade an enemy if you pass the combat check. And this feels to me like the sort of inverse of that. If you can pass the evade, they take more damage. And just having ways of getting more damage in non-Guardian factions is something that I think is really needed. And I think this is really cool. This turns a sneak attack into three damage sneak, turns a backstab into four damage so, yeah, I was going to say, I was gonna say it, it works well with anything that's an automatic damage. So, say Skids mm-hmm. could do something like use Hatchet Man to evade and then use a Beat Cop. For two damage, testlessly. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Use Hatchet Man to evade and then detonate Xavier. <laughs> yeah, or, or just have Agnes with you. That's true as well. Oh, yeah. Evade it and leave and someone else throws dynamite in afterwards. Yeah, I really like it. I think it's really good. I love that what it does as well is that it it boosts the 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 action that you're trying to do the evade, but then gives you it allows you to sort of set up a play, which I, I really enjoy while I'm playing this game. So yeah, really cool. It's a very rogue effect. Yeah, uh, Finn as well, right? Loves this free evade. Yes. Oh, yeah, Chuck yeah. this in just to guarantee that that evade more or less passes, and then yeah, your next attack will do more damage, which is really cool. Awesome. Okay, next we've got High Roller. This is a two-cost, two-experience asset. I think we can see where this is going. It has <laughs> yeah. an intellect icon and a fist icon. It is a talent. Nice. And it has a free action, spend three resources and exhaust High Roller. You get plus two skill value for this skill test. If you succeed, gain three. you gain three resources. The higher the stakes, the better is luck. This is a really good card, isn't it? <laughs> okay, so Streetwisers spend two for plus three, but you don't get that two back if you pass the test. This is spend three for plus two, but potentially spend zero for plus two if yeah, you pass. Yeah, well, exactly, yeah. And with plus three on the test, you're likely to. Like, what I like is that it's nice for tests which you're comfor- you, you can pass relatively comfortably. But you mm. want to trigger those extra effects, like if you've got, say, a watch this in the test. Yeah. Oh, so then on. you want to succeed by one. Does I was going to say, does it get doubled? Because it's yeah. If you succeed, gain three. Yeah, it must do because it's not a reaction to the test finishing. So if you put in double or nothing, that's six resources. You're getting plus two from this and a plus one from the double or nothing, and you're making you're essentially playing an emergency cash as part of the test. Yeah. Yeah. wow really really exciting card I've noticed playing Finn that some of the tests he takes his stats do just creep up really quite high because he's got 4 intellect and 4 agility it's quite easy for him to be sort of far over a test which really plays into that succeed by 2 style of play and having exactly as you say ways of just pushing yourself even higher so that you're you know 9 up on a test but that means even if you draw a minus four, you still trigger all of these effects. Is yeah, really nice, really cool. Yeah, what a that card! That's so. really good. Yeah, I think it's a really, really good card. Yeah, intellect and combat icons also just so, you know it's an aggressive card, and I think that really is. You want the resources to really push it, and if you start pushing it with this card, you will start getting better with it. It's that rogue play of like 
you really want to be beating a scenario into submission rather than just trying to scrape through. Okay, should we look at the next one? Mm-hmm. Okay, we are enraptured. This is really, a mystic really. skill with a single intellect icon, and it has practiced. If this skill test is successful during an investigation, place one charge or secret on an asset you control. Voyaging far from our placid land of uh, placid island of ignorance. That's a reference to the famous Lovecraft quote, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm loving the theme of skills for all of the factions, which is great. It's nice to see skill cards getting a bit of love. I'll read out the full quote, Lovecraft quote. Yeah, go for it. So the Lovecraft quote goes, We live on a placid island of ignorance in the midst of black seas of infinity, and it was not meant that we should voyage far. (laughs) And in Rapture, it's like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, why not? (laughs) This is really cool. I got kind of caught up on the thing about secrets and being like, oh, wow, you could use this to recharge forbidden knowledge. But actually, you can place a charge on an asset you control. So you can commit this and charge up your shriveling the question then is which mystics or off-class mystics are wanting to take intellect tests and maybe this sneaks into a norman deck yeah norman or mateo or jim does norman want to spend a a level zero mystic slot on this though maybe not i think daisy likes it doesn't doesn't she yeah, what's she charging up? Shriveling if she's going yeah, full spellslinger. Or even Rite of Seeking, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because if you're charging up the classic spells, they're using willpower, so you need to find some other test to take. Like, I would normally avoid taking intellect tests with Agnes. I suppose maybe playing solo using a flashlight, I might do that. This would be a nice thing to just allow my shriveling to go that bit further. Yeah. It's a shame. Nice card. Uh, Ursula would like this a lot because she's doing a lot of investigation, but and she has, Ooh. you know, things with charges on relics, grotesque statue, grotesque yeah, statue, yeah. But then she can't use it. It's a moot point. It's a shame. Is there going to be a weird Lola deck that does stuff with secrets and takes this and uh, truth from fiction? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Secret Lola. Should we jump on to the next one? Yes, let's do it. And we have Recall the Future. Two cost, two experience asset. Hmm. Where have we seen that before? Mm -hmm. Um, So this has an intellect and uh, an agility icon. And it has subtypes Augury and Ritual. And it has a reaction ability. Uh, When a skill test you are performing begins, if Recall the Future is ready, name a Chaos Token. If the named Chaos Token is revealed during the skill test, exhaust Recall the Future. Then you get plus two skill value for this test. You've got to love this, right? The art is is terrific. I'm just going to shout that out quickly. But I love that this is Classic Mystic doing the same as everyone else, but completely differently. Where well-prepared, quick study and high roller, you have to exhaust and commit something to it to do the test. This is, if you... You don't exhaust it to do it. You just keep naming a token until you get what you want, which, yeah, I really like that. I think that's really good. And I think everyone knows this already, but it really feeds into 
all of the things we're seeing about mystics manipulating chaos bags. Play dark prophecy, name skull, go fishing for skulls, use grotesque statue, go fishing for the token you want. Just, yeah, really powerful. It's really designed to be used with cards which reveal more tokens from the bag or rely on the fact that you've taken other tokens out of the bag. Mm. Because you could even get to that point as Jim where you're just naming minus four every time. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? Because what you could do, you, I mean, you could name the tentacle token, um, but unless you've done something else, you're not going to profit from that. Yeah. As Jim, though, you might be in a situation where, say, the minus four token, or the minus five token and the tentacle token are the only way you'll fail. And this card turns the worst numerical token in the bag into two less. So it would turn a minus five mm. into a minus three. Yeah, and if the minus five was the only thing that was going to punish you, then turning it into a minus three obviously means it doesn't punish you anymore. Exactly, yeah. And I, I, we, we talked on our gym episode about Jim's ability mainly shows... It, it gives you value in not having to be as far above the test as you might otherwise have to be. Th- yeah. This plays exactly into that kind of play style, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah. And even it plays into that if you've got that that panic test that there's almost nothing in the bag that will help you with. You can pick the most likely token, a zero or a skull or whatever it is, and name that. And it gives you, rather than just being like, well, if I can pull Elder Sign, I'll survive this horrible test. Suddenly you go from having one token to, say, four that will swing you over the limit, which is also really nice. If you don't, If you don't get that token... You don't exhaust Recall the Future, so it's then ready for the next test. Amazing. Yeah, great stuff. Okay, next card. Familiar Art Klaxon. We've got Try and Try Again. A two-cost asset for one experience and a single willpower pip, and it has talent. It has uses. Three tries. If Try and Try Again has no tries, discard it. (laughs) (laughs) Try saying that five times fast. Uh... Reaction, after a skill test has failed, if a skill card you own is committed to this to that test, exhaust, try and try again, and spend one try, return that skill card to your hand. This should surely be called try and try and try again, because it's got three tries on it. They should re- rejig the Try out of tries. Should we compare this directly to try and try again? Mm-hmm. Or the so that's thing? three XP, two willpower icons, and it reads, after a skill test is failed... If a skill card you own is committed to that test, exhaust, try and try again, return that skill card to your hand. So it's the so same, it's the same it's but without the tries. Yes. And the extra pip. Yeah. I think that's good, though. I, I like this a lot more at one experience than I did at three experience. I, I'm not hugely convinced to get another two experience worth of value out of it, if you get what I'm saying. Mm. Like I, I think it wouldn't trigger that many more times than three. Especially when you factor in having to find it and draw it and play it. Yeah. The the place that I could see it working is in Silas. Yeah. Because you could, I've been running Silas with sort of 15 skill cards in the deck and committing to almost every test. And his ability allows you to pull back one skill card per turn. Yeah. And having try and try again down means that on that test, you're like, oh, no, I've failed this test. You could pull pull something back with try and try again and then do another test and then use his ability to pull it back and you you kind of it gives you that consistency of keeping your hand filled yeah this would be a nice enough stepping stone to that but not the other one is is min of course who likes committing cards to skill tests 
And she can't take level three, try and try again. Exactly, yeah. So she she can take this. So you might yeah. decide it's something you want in your min deck. And I, no, I don't, we'll probably mention this when we look at try and try again, but it's after, uh, after a skill test has failed, not after your skill yes. test has failed. Yeah, and worth noting, Silas's ability is one of his cards and one of his tests. So it's a little bit more specific as well. If you play Silas and start wanting to help other people out and using your inquiring mind or quick thinking to help other people, if they fail the test, you can't then pull the card back. But with try and try again, you can do, which is very strong. This is definitely a card that will make me more likely to do the try and try again build. I've been having so much fun playing a Silas that maybe I should just think more specifically of leaning into that style because I've not really done that too much. So yeah. Okay, should we look at the last one? The last one. Oh, worth noting, survivors only have XP cards in this pack. Oh. Shockingly. But none of them over over two, obviously. And actually, one of them is the lower version of a card that was three. So that's very appropriate yeah. for survivors. Okay, we have cornered. This is a two-cost, two-experience asset uh, with a willpower and a combat pip, and it is a talent. It has free action. Discard one card from your hand. You get plus two skill value for this skill test. Limit once per test. Bravery is born when there is no other choice. Oh, this is great. This is this is a <laughs> full-on uh, survivor theme, isn't it? Yeah. Is this the second time we've seen that pipe? It is. That pipe is in Stunning Blow as well. Yeah. Who is the lead pipe wielding survivor? And when will we see the lead pipe asset? Because you could have a whole deck of them. So, well, f- first of all, pressingly, we need a name for these two cost, two XP talent assets. And we can't... You know, they're like the permanent talents, right? This is Forgotten Ages response to the Dunwich's permanent talents. They're all 2 XP, they're all 2 cost, they all apart from the Mystic one have some kind of free trigger that gives you a boost and they feed into the their specific faction style of play. I think this one is terrific. Yeah, this, It this gives the ability really to discard cards to all survivors. Which is a useful ability to have. Yeah. So where my head first went with this was with Yorick and sometimes you can be in a situation where you're about to kill, say, a rats, and you actually don't have an asset you want to play in your discard pile, but you do have a cherished keepsake in your hand or whatever it is. And it's like, oh, I'm going to punch these rats. There's no point trying to evade them. And I'm going to miss triggering my ability and getting value out of being able to play things from my discard pile. And with this, you you chuck that card, you get plus two to the test, making it easier to punch the rats, and then you get to play the card all combined. It just feels delicious. Yeah. Though I, I like this a lot. I mean, it, it doesn't exhaust, so you can put a card in for every test. Mm, yeah, just limited once per test. Yeah, that's that's completely right. Also sets up uh, Yawotl stuff, if you want oh, to get a card God, yeah, definitely in your discard pile to, to tap. I'm just trying to think of any occasion where it's helpful. you wouldn't just commit it. Improvised weapon as well, obviously. Oh yes, great way of getting improvised weapon into your discard. I mean, it, it, it's nice because it turns any card into a two matching icon card. Mm, yeah, and we, we said and before. Amazingly, how... it doesn't even have to match. It's not like 
well yeah. prepared yeah, 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 where yeah, yeah. you have to have the asset that matches the test in play this is just any card becomes an unexpected courage yes exactly yeah which is which is very good yeah that's a really cool card i really like it i think this is a good pack that it's a good calvin card as well isn't it yes when you reach yeah, that point where your def- yeah, yeah. your early game cards are no longer useful because your stats are so high and then you want to just start chucking them also all of the doubles in your deck that you de- once you've got a fire axe down and you're not going to lose it you can commit the fire axe for one combat or you could commit it for plus 2 to anything yeah smashing no i, I no it's, it's it's really good it's also a way of getting well i mentioned improvised weapon it's a way of getting any other card which has uh, it doesn't have icons out of your hand. So mm-hmm. if, if if you need that out of your hand for whatever reason, you know, a, a delve too deep that's using up space or emergency cash when you're already sitting on a ton of money, just get rid of it with this. Even radically, if you've got dissonant voices in place so you can't play lucky because you can't play events, yeah, yeah. you can still get the plus two by just chucking the lucky. You don't have to even pay the one resource for it. Admittedly, it's plus two before the test rather than afterwards, but... You know, if it's a must-pass test and you need to go as high as you can, then why not? You know, rather than waiting. Really cool. Wow, great pack. I wasn't expecting three Guardian and three Seeker cards. That's that's really cool. And oh, Hatchet Man. I think that's my I think that's my top card of the pack. <laughs> oh, you're gonna ask me so good. Peter, what's your top card of the pack? Let, let me let me fan them all out so I can see. Um, I'd I'd like true understanding a lot and i think high roller is really good as well and recall the future one of those yeah true i'd say true understanding is the subtlest card yeah i think that's got In, it's the, really it, good it's the hardest uh, number of variables to quantify but it's i think you nailed it with testless clues yeah it's i think it's, it's well, wanting me it's making me want actress. to make a, a min deck mm because yeah. I think Try and Try Again and True Understanding are both lovely cards to have in it. And potentially Quick Study, actually. I don't, I don't think that's terrible, but I mean, if you like staying in one place. Yeah? I don't know. That might be nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose if she's staying in one place where she can just scoop all the clues back up again, she doesn't mind dropping clues there. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And then she's it's, using she's In using the Note like, to grab clues elsewhere. Yeah, or she's using like an upgraded glyph or something like that. So she can pick up all the clues at once. If she drops the clue, she's actually getting the plus two she'd need to get that clue back, plus another plus one for upgraded glyphs. So it's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Oh, well, and, listen, then, and, and, and then of course oh. she can put in Inquiring Mind because she needs to clear the... Oh no, but then she couldn't put the, the card in the first place. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, she needs to clear her... Um, what's it called? The King uh, in Yellow. The King in Yellow, yeah. Drop some more clues on her location. And so then, then she can them. do Inquiring Mind and then two single icon cards to get to six icons. Exactly, yeah. Boom. And she's got Combo. a plus three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just brutal. Sorry, go on. And <laughs> finishes off, Fran. <laughs> Listener, you know how to get in touch with us. I hope you've enjoyed having special guest co-host Peter and Peter's Perspective, TM. Let us know what you think of the pack. We'd always love to hear from you. Maybe you enjoy our podcast so much that you want to go and support us on Patreon. www.patreon.com forward slash drawn to the flame. Please go take a look and, and support us. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.